Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Big Interview Bite Size, brought to you by Bet365. I'm Graham Hunter, and in each episode, you'll hear an elite footballer tell a story that's guaranteed to brighten your day. All of them come from my podcast, The Big Interview with Graham Hunter, which you can find by searching on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's story comes from former England and Marseille winger Chris Waddle, who's going to tell you how his style of play had the same effect on defenders from the Champions League to the Sunday League. I remember playing against Maldini at Wembley for England, and I think it was about 80, 80, 80 I think he was 20, 19, 21. And I was raving about this kid. And don't get wrong, he, what a player he was. Mm. Anyway, I played, and it was in a midweek game, friendly for England against Italy, and I tortured him. I played right, and I always remember the game, I come off and I thought, that, you know, that's how you play as a winger type thing. And I was like, the Italians were like, can't believe it. <laughs> Never seen anybody do that. And the press, man, you know, and then when I, you know, years on, I've always said, every Italian player I met, Mancini was manager of Man City, and I went in the tunnel and I was media, and they always used to say the same thing, the Ali the lot, the only man to embarrass Maldini. <laughs> and I used to think, is that what I remembered for in Italy, just for that, is that it? And anyway, years ago, and um, I was playing Sunday morning football in Sheffield, and uh, played against a young fullback, pub football, and this young kid bought every trick, every trick. And I had this kid spinning round. And I was 42, 43. They sent off shouting across. Totally before the game. He always does the same thing. So and then I'm going to send off. Well, you come out here. <laughs> so, uh, you know, then he's saying, if I come out there, I'll put you across the touchline yeah, and all that. Yeah. I went, yeah, I've yeah. heard it all before, you know. Anyway, this young kid's like, oh, I'm sick of this. Final whistle going, this kid sent off on his left backs, on his case all the time. So as the game finishes, I walk off and I go, listen, mate. Don't worry about that. And he went, oh. I went, Maldini fell for the same thing. <laughs> and the kid went, <laughs> he sort of grew in hate. And he went, then he went to send off it, Maldini fell out. <laughs> I always used to say to Pin I said, don't worry, Maldini fell for the same trick, mate. I, you've, you've encapsulated two things there the beauty of the sport and the reason we're all here, but also the fact you're a good man because. If you've got a little kid tied up and not that, like, it's easy to humiliate him and laugh at him, but you've made, oh, him, yeah. you've made, him, you've made him feel good. Also, we, we talked in the journey down about how often we meet 
great athletes, great sportsmen, women who, who can't describe what they do, but you can. No, I, I think football for me was an entertainment business. I think you pay money to be entertained. I used to love it when, even with Hillsborough when I was at Wednesday, and I would be standing on the right south stand where the tunnel is, and the boys get transferred across to John Sheridan, pings one across to us. Our new round is, as the ball was coming, I used to think, well, he's not going to full back on, get there, he's too far away. I would bring the ball down, bring it down, and then I'm going to think, right, this is it, I'm coming for you. As soon as the ball came to my chest, I turned out the corner of my eye, I could see everybody in the stand go, <laughs> and you could hear the seats go, flap, flap, flap. <laughs> and I used to think, that's what I come for. I used to think, that's what I come for. Now I'd run at the full back, listen, I may cock it up. I might have fell off the ball. I might have run it out of play. He may, he may take it off us. But I just thought, you know, I'll go past him, you know, and he could hear a, you know, when is it Marseille? You know, the velodrome, fantastic, the old stadium, you know, the old bicycle track. Atmosphere was fantastic. It was, it was all round the ground at Marseille. It's not just about an end where British grounds always had a cockpit. Yeah. And the rest of it was all people sat like that way, in a way, the club and whatever. At Marseille, it was just the whole ground was fanatical Yankees and the thingies and the ultras and it was just non-stop so when you obviously got people on toast and you were doing things to people and you can understand why people wanted to kick it isn't it because I did embarrass a lot of people and when I look back I used to say them after I'm not embarrassing you I've got nothing I don't even know you mm. I'm doing my job at the end of the day I wasn't going up there and being a Harlem Globetrotter and just doing it because it was a testimonial games or benefiting it there was points at stake there was money at stake there was everything at stake so the team would say they didn't ever see anything. But I just looked at them and they used to thought, get them the ball, get them the ball, get them the ball. But they used to thought, because there's something at the end of it, there's a cross, a shot, something's going to happen, or I'll roll somebody in. That's why they gave the ball. And yes, in, in the mean state of, before you did that, you might have went past two people or embarrassed the one guy to, you say, you nutmegged them, or you did something to them, where the crowd all went, well, so you just think, well, you're getting the whole package here. I was two different people, mate. On the field, I had more, as much confidence as anybody, really. I believed I could do things with the football and it was like a stage. But when I got off the field, I was reserved. So people used to see this character on the field of smiling, joking. Yeah, all the daft things I did, you know, which was amusing. And they saw this guy on the field who smiled at the cameras and uh, as the game was going on. And, you know, I remember doing a game at Nancy, I think, and the game was going on, I was signing autographs on the touch. <laughs> and, it, you know, but to the friendship was like, wow, we've never seen a guy, we've never had a guy like this before. I was just doing daft things, but I was just enjoying myself. And when I got off the field, people would thought I was the same guy on the field who basically was a, a bit of a, a joker, a bit of this, wanted to do this. I wasn't. I liked to come off it. And I didn't like being recognised off the field. I'm not one of them who parades around, you know, um, I like to come off, I shut the door, that's it. Nobody sees us, nobody knows us. I get embarrassed a bit by recognition. And I always have. I've not, I've not really enjoyed that side of it. Thank you for listening to the big interview Bite Size, brought to you by Bet365. All of these stories come from my podcast series, The Big Interview with Graham Hunter. There are interviews with over 100 elite footballers on our archive. Search for the show on Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.